but I'm gonna, I just found an interesting, um, kind of thread on cover, cover thumbs. Just a gigolo, <laughs> everywhere I go. Life goes on without me because I ain't got nobody. Nobody, nobody, nobody cares for me. Nobody, nobody. I'm so sad and lonely. <laughs> sad and lonely. Sad and lonely. Sad and lonely. <laughs> well, that ain't so bad. Yeah, they were doing a show, uh, one of their last shows together because Eddie died. Hmm. I don't know, it was like three years ago. Two or three years ago. But they were doing, um, they were singing and uh, they, they got together again, you know. David Lee Roth and Eddie, Eddie Van Halen. Eddie's playing his thing. He's doing his thing, and, and uh, David Lee Roth has got the you know the microphone with the stand, and and the and the big saucer you know the heavy thing, and he's just swinging it like that, and he's doing all kinds of you know monkey shines with it, and all of a sudden you know he he threw it wrong and he hit himself right in the face with it. And he's like in his lip, he's bleeding all over the place. And Eddie's just, he's just smiling. He's just loving it. And he keeps playing like nothing happened. Like nothing <laughs> happened. The show must go on. And, but, but you know, you, you saw that he saw it because he's all laughing about it. And he's doing his thing on guitar. And the guy's like, oh. David Lee According to Nolo, mm. to record a song for release... Mm. How to make cover songs without a copyright? How to get a mechanical license to cover songs? Cover song without permission. A common misconception in the music industry is that you need to get permission from a copyright owner in order to cover a song. In reality, you can go straight to securing a compulsory mechanical license required by law as part of the 1909 Copyright Act and compensating the rights holder for their work. 1909? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
Can I use cover songs on YouTube? YouTube recently confirmed again their policy around using cover songs if your video content with a very clear message that if you're singing to or humming along to or drumming over a copyrighted melody, then the uploader is wide open to receive a copyright takedown. Okay. Cover. Um, oh, that's if you're singing to, or humming along to, or drumming over a copyrighted melody, and you could get your get it taken down oh. if the um, oh shit the owner. songs legal. Anyone can cover anyone else's song and its creator cannot say no, that's the compulsory part. But if you do cover a song, you must pay a royalty to the song's creator. Cover songs get monetized on YouTube. A video of your cover song will be eligible for monetization when the content page in your YouTube studio shows that your video has a following copyright claim in the restrictions column. Videos monetization status is set to off. Um, venues acquire what are known as public performance rights through blanket licenses, which allow copyrighted songs, including covers of them, to be played at that location. Does it cost to license a song for YouTube? It's 
instead of paying 5,000 songs, they'll pay $50 for a license to legally use that song in a specific project. Well, it might sound. Come from another land to take another. Put him in chains and put him up under. Colonizer, colonizer. Colonizer, colonizer, come from another. Colonizer, colonizer. You have no other. There you go, bandmate. Colonizer, colonizer, <laughs> colonizer. <laughs> That's awesome, bandmate. Come from a strange land, far, far away. To take another Pop hits on YouTube is starting to pay. The record NPR. Can you make money on some songs?
So maybe um, I should get uh, a canonical license this band made different. Maybe it's um, some of our favorite covers. Maybe I'll also put a couple originals on there. Box of peas, you get like six. Three hundred dollars. Not bad. And then we could, um, or I could, like officially uh, publish it. Publish shit. No problem. Make me so happy. How to legally record and sell a cover song in three steps. This is on NPR. Mm. Talented unsigned artists like Jade Nova and Austin Mahoney have earned tens of millions of views and plays across their UGC accounts. Previously undiscovered talent have gone on to land brand sponsorships, live performances with major recording artists. That, um, Appearances on TV, casting and commercials and more, all without the backing of a major record label. Haha. 
doing it without the record mm. company because uh, they're just like trying to siphon off um, all your money for themselves. However, while recording and uploading cover songs to UGC platforms can be a great first step to building a fan base, monetizing their songs on traditional digital music services can be a nightmare if not done correctly. Furthermore, knowing when, where, and how to capture all of the royalty streams that your cover recording earns will put you in a better position to reap all the rewards from releasing a cover recording that takes off. Secure the proper licenses to reproduce and distribute the original composition. Hello? What was in there? You yogurt. just ate it? They give you yogurt? You got yogurt, huh? Looks like me. Huh? I'm not going back. Ben made my. I'm not going back there. I'm not about to play. I got a bad vibe from them. The, the yogurt? Oh, oh, the church. Yep. yep. I'm not going to go back there no more. From her? Huh? You want one of these? Do you want some of this? No, thank you. Okay. Um, yeah, from the from the church people. Oh, from the church people. Mm-hmm. Like hey, last time we were there, the lady said, and we were making her prayer, and she said, you know, Lord, and help people with the transgender confusion. I said, what did she just say to her when we were right in the middle of the prayer? And then a couple weeks before that, dude hit on her. Talking about if my wife wasn't alive, I'd, I'd be hitting on her. I'd be trying to get with you and shit. I'd be picking her life. up. I'd be yeah. out of the time gutter. Before that, he prayed to Jesus. And what was his prayer to Jesus? And we kill all the bigots. To to kill um to assassinate Biden. There you go. There you go. He wanted to pray. To yeah. So so then this that was the Biden, prayer. Yeah. Can so, you believe that? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> then the time after that, right? The old man was hinting around like, like, would I volunteer? I could hear him. I, I can hear people in their head. I, mm -hmm. I can hear people talking. So I heard a guy say, we're short staff. We need, and they still, they gave us our food, but it, it was a little slim that day. And then, um, and then this time they held, my, the thing of strawberries was rotted in the bottom of it. It was so bad they were fermented. Mm. So, and, and the peaches and the plums, all that stuff, 
Oh, they were just, I froze them, thank God, because they would have been like, they fell apart in my hand. They kind of, I take, this one's in here. I kind of tasted them and I was like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I put, I put some, I took an Imodium when I made this one. <laughs> oh. Oh. And then the guy said, here's the last one, was he goes, when he did that to me about the, about volunteering, well, I was going with you guys that day and I was really pressed for time. I didn't even want to go. But he's like, come on, man, let's go. I'm like, all right, fuck it, come on, let's go. We went, I think it was maybe the first time your mom went. And um, he said that to me, but I caught him, I heard him, and I didn't, out of no disrespect, was I not trying to not, because I would help that place, but I got a real bad feeling about them, you know what I mean? Like, I get a funny feeling that they're just, they're all, everyone has said something that's really, you know, taking me back Weird. and her for a church. Yeah. And for what they say, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, racy, racist. Right? I mean, that's the only way to put it. Whether whether it's, uh, you know, the, the LBGTQ, uh, whatever. But you can conclude yourself in that list now. They got even the asexual and all that. Everybody gets to be on the LG. We just LGBT. Whether you like it or not, they're going to label you. Huh? We, we got it. That's it. We're going to be on that. I'll be on that side. I'm not on, like, the, the, uh, the no, don't have an abortion, don't fuck transgenders. Because I really could be on the fuck transgender thing because that's what killed my motherfucking son. And I do feel some type of way about that shit, some type of way. But 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 I'm not gonna let it affect my you know my long term judgment and everybody on the earth, you know. I, but I, I tell you, I'm not I'm not happy. But I, I I'm living through this right now, and I, I'm trying you know we talk about it. But but that yeah, that's what I feel about transgender. I don't got no problem with them, but I I, I just had one problem. But man, more power fucking to them. And, and, and then and then what? And then what? So the, and then the food today, the food, and they made us wait till last. They didn't even give it. She gave. I saw what they were doing. They they were looking. Over. That's why that lady went real slow by us. Remember she was like. Oh, that's what was happening. Yeah. Oh man. Then I had to go back up there. They're like, did you get yours? Where's Nancy at? Where's Nancy at? The lady inside likes us. The two ladies inside, they fucking love us. Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? She comes in there, pulls little chips out of pocket. They ask the little girl, did you take these baskets? I was like. Y'all playing some fucking big ass games here, asking a little seven year old child, does she take the fucking, does she know who I am? Does she know who you are? Tristan Anthony, I'm like, you're not, you're questioning the seven year old child right now. <laughs> and then when Nancy came in the door, they peeled her pockets. What was? Oh, right next to Stormy's. She getting double boxes. Right. Because there was, well, Stormy's came to us, right? Which should have been, Stormy came to us and, and should have been uh, just one, but she got two. Because both of ours, she had Nancy had both of ours. Where's that? Oh, yeah, 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 we got to get people home. Huh. Mm. What do you know? What do you know? Alright, here we go. What do you know? Oh. Here. So yeah. that don't burn nothing down. Mm. Put the, put the. Light them up. I got extras too. Just light one on the on the tabletop and boom, that's it. Leave it going. All you know, they're only dollar forty-seven for the extra pack. There you go. Oh. <gasps> it broke, ski. Uh, already, yeah. Can you just glue that? Try glue that one, can't you? Mm, it doesn't need to be. Yeah, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. Good. Probably not. What inside the house? 
Yeah. Look, inside the house. Inside, so it doesn't hurt nothing. You can spray that everywhere. Cool. Yeah. 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 Y'all up here talking politics or what? You trying to get him to run for, run for city council? No, we're uh, imposing song. Are you? <laughs> Good. Yeah, you don't get into politics. He's like, I quit. I quit. Oh, I hate that. Right? <laughs> you all run for city council? No. I'm looking into um. I'm looking into what what we have to do to. Um, I back you up. You already know that, but I hate politics. Here. Publish, publish cover songs. So these, look at those. They last, you pull them out, and it catches them. So it goes up high somewhere, around, away from the birds in the middle, so that it, and, you, and there's strings, you pull them out, and it's got some catch on the bottom, and some food in the, oh, you're, you're supposed to put peanut butter in the bottom of them, or something, and then look, an insect bulb. You plug that in, and they start zapping them right here. Oh, wow. But I'll tell you that the key to it, it you have to have <laughs> everything else off, because they'll go to any light, but they're attracted to this one, but you'll still see them flying everywhere else, and it's, uh, Good light is it? If other lights are brighter, then they'll go to that. They'll go to the brightest light. Well, I was thinking this could go inside the house if you want, and then you kill the bugs inside. Mm -hmm. What do you think? You're going inside? You want to try it? It'll zap. You got a lot of flies in the house. In the kitchen. Yeah. Let me put this in the kitchen. You never did find my picker upper, did you? No. Huh? Oh shit. Mm -mm. I can't get the plate. Oh, Luda. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to do it over the, over the stove. <laughs> you can have fly, fly lights. Uh -huh. Fly, uh, I have to plug it in your fan or fan in your room. Can I go in your room plug it in? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you.
Jesus. Trampa para moscas. Trampa para moscas. Right. You're on the killing flies. <laughs> yeah, so. Writing songs. Um, kind of looking into like publishing. Country songs. Publishing. Publishing songs. Uh, publishing covers. What's that stuff? Is that uh, moonshine? Is there moonshine in here? <laughs> no, they're for uh, they're water color. Water for the watercolor. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's how you get it. Uh, even that shit's with me. I gotta go pee. Oh shit, I left my bags out there, getting wet. Um, so, okay, so I got that, I got that. I'm about to fog. I'm about to fog this shit out. I'm about to fog it. I got four things of fog. Like, I bought four bottles of it. It's like 12 bucks a piece. I'm like, fuck it. That way I could just keep doing it every fucking other day. Mm. Just make sure I do it every, be like, get, get it, get it, get it. Don't let me stop. For like, I need to do five times. One, and miss a day. Five times, miss a day. Five times. Five times in row. Because each one, each one it gets me, so that's eight tanks I get out of that. Eight tanks. I get four, I get four, uh, two tanks out of every bottle. I bought four bottles, so I got eight tanks. So what I need to do five times. Then after the fifth time, we give it a rest for like two or three days, and then do it one more time. And then we should be fucking like a little bugger free, you know what I'm saying? Them little, they're picking up, aren't they? They're picking up a little bit. Jesus Christ. They got you, honey. You were pissed. You are like, where the fuck are you? God damn it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm getting eaten alive. Oh, man. It's, it's, it's fucking... It's gnarly out there. It's raining. People are fucking... People are running... They had me help. Somebody was stealing in Home Depot. They fucking had me basically helping them. Because the guy was running. He's like, what's right down my like, yeah, he's going that way. <laughs> you know? He, they were stealing tools. There must have been 10 guys in there. It was a team of them. And one after the other, they were running out the door. One, they were in there yeah. shopping. I could see them. And, and it was weird because because security wasn't like 
wasn't really on top of them at first and they look like you know they treat me sometimes like i'm stealing when i go in there you know what i mean like i look all sweaty so I'm like, <laughs> running up and down the aisle and i know where everything is and i'm picking expensive shit right and they're like oh this motherfucker right here and and but but it, you know what i'm saying it's, i'm not they i think they got it down now because i heard like when i walk in the door the manager the the security manager he knows me now He's like, hey, what's up, bud? I'm like, he shops, he goes in, this is what they do. They shop, they go through the checkout line, they go outside, they get in their car, they do a loop, they come and they park again and they get and they get out of their car and they go in. They buy something, they return it. This is what they do all day. They buy something, return it. They go in, they shop, they come out, they check out, and there's a round of them. There's like, it's couples, even people with kids are doing it. Well, couples, they just go in there and buy and all they do is spot, all they do is tell. And they, that's all they do. That's all they do. They, you think they're just customer shopping? They're not. They're fucking. They're they're part of the security team. Yeah, but it's a good. It's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good technique because there, there's some um, stores that they cannot. They they well they don't um, prosecute. They don't prosecute. So um, there's yeah there's certain stores and like. Like TikTok, they were talking about them, you know. Oh, certain, okay, so it's Certain it's, uh, stores will, will prosecute you. Yep. And some others will never. Costco will let you walk out the door, and if you're an employee and you stop somebody, you get fired. You get fired if you stop the person that's going out the door. That's crazy. Huh. Trying yeah. to steal from you, yeah. Trying to steal from your boss. Here's what they're doing, too. People are... Here's what they're doing. People who work there, they're telling their friends to come and run in the store and run out. Because it's just them. You get it? Yeah. Circle K. Okay, yeah. The guy stole beer last last night. Went to the store. Got got some got some uh, um, chips and some something to drink. And it was like 2 in the morning. Mm-hmm. The guy, right before, right before the, the, the buzzer time's out, he came in there... And she runs outside and she's like, you scumbag, you're a dirtbag, you're a fucking piece of shit. And he, he drove off. You ain't got a nice car. But I, I just had the feeling. That's not the second or third time I've gotten the feeling that. She knew him. She knew him. Because she made it so perfect for her to look away. Like he came in the door and she bent down. Like to do something down here. Hmm. And, then she, and, then, and then when he got beyond the thing, she stood up. Because she was helping me. Do my like bring it up on the on their little extra thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She pay attention. They Here. close they close those things like at midnight or something, don't what? they? The self kiosk? No, they're open again. They remodeled. They're finished. Oh. So they're two in hours, two right? in the morning. Oh, okay. They're twenty four hours. They just they you can't get you can't get beer. You get five dollar pizzas now over there. Two in the morning, can you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll wait till two. Oh, okay. Oh. Mm. I didn't lock the cabinet. It automatically locked. Mm. Well, what do you know? Here. Come on. Keep them burning. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. We hit the floor. 
10 foot by something. It's for what? Winter? Here. So this is for your, for this right here. So shit don't get wet when it rains and you cover it a little bit. Oh, yeah. It's just a sheet of plastic. If you need more, I got more. You can cut this one down too. Yes. Spray this too. This is a BT Monterey. This is the moth, and, and this will take care of I'm a, this will take care of the moths uh -huh. and the worms that eat your plants. You know, like this time of year. So there's a there's a phase. Mm -hmm. Now the moths come. Ooh, you, you notice how the moths are everywhere? The moths. Not yet. Huh? Not yet. Not yet. You don't notice. I mean that. Yeah, I haven't noticed yet. They're not as heavy, but but they're. They're laying on the plant. Or, you know, you see them flying around the light. Let's see a couple of okay. them. Okay, so they land under the leaf, they, they and they make a cocoon. Mm -hmm. Right? You know the you know the story, yeah. right? Yeah. How's it go? Metamorphosis. How the metaphor? How many times? Metamorphosis. How many times? Four times. Four more. Four From times. moth to a, a pupa. A, a pupa, pupa, a cocoon, and then to a then to a, a caterpillar, then to a butterfly. And then back to a cocoon to a moth. Or it has babies and they have moths. Okie doke. Right? Hehehehe. <laughs> <laughs> so we, 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 we the house or what? About, about uh... Get it going on. Say, even even like even on his even on his place, like I could just go up there and like uh you know, spend three days, two days up there and it gets so much shit done. That way he just passes inspection. All he has to do is pass inspection. Right mm -hmm. now it's gonna be a seller's market. Mm -hmm. I think. I think with his with his with his place up there, because I looked at the comps, there's everything in that neighborhood six hundred K, okay? Mm -hmm. His is one of the second to the lowest or third to the lowest, mm -hmm. fourth to the lowest, something like that, okay? So but everything else is from up to upwards to six to seven hundred K in his neighborhood. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that means that like they're gonna be so like if yep. he fixed his uh, his up nice. You gotta he's gotta he do the roof. Able to get more. But but he, he we get you know what too is is like if he's not paying a realtor he just negotiate that shit out. And and just you know what I'm saying? Like like no. put it in there. He gets full price. If you hire a, a realtor they're gonna take six percent. Six motherfucking percent. Who mm -hmm. paying a realtor six percent percent anymore? Mm-hmm. Do you own, sell your own house? What rent's gonna do it for a dollar or one percent? You know, I can't do that part of it, but I can make everything else link up together real quick. And then, uh, um, and then, man, jump on a fucking jump on something that we can turn around. And, and equity will happen straight up in it if we go. The only thing is, is we probably want to go out there once we get out of it and, and go beat, you know, like say it, but beat the people up. You know what I mean? Be like, nope, we're going to go over to the next end. They're, they're going to want to sell it because their house has been on the market for five months. So there's a bunch of houses that have been in the market for five to seven months, let's say, okay? 
These people are so hungry to sell. They're like, fuck, man. Won't someone just come and buy the fucking thing? Because the way out here in the middle of nowhere, and that's our leverage. That's how we get. That's how we get it for a price that's going to be. We have to get everyone immediately. I would say. Coming in again. All right, let's fix it while we're here, while we're doing right now. Yeah. So we might as well. Where's my boots at? You see my big old boots? My water boots? Are they out there in the courtyard? No. I don't know. I got any. I don't got no fucking uh, thing on me here. Oh my god, it's cold. And then, you know, I, I know a lot of people from Maryland, so I've seen sort of firsthand this thing where Hogan is seen by them as, you know, because he supported uh, measures during COVID that were more in favor with Democrats. And because he called out Trump on his big lie, you know, a lot of those hardcore Trump supporters just sort of Hogan became anathema to them. So I don't see any indication that Cox has any real chance at winning. But, you know, I think if there's any... If there's any through line to this entire conversation, it's that the before times, as Tom called it, you could make predictions with a little more confidence. So I think everybody's a little 
concerned about that, but I don't think there's a lot of reason to be. In terms of the nominations you mentioned, Pence picking people, he's just this week, I think, got involved in Arizona, where he's backed the challenger to Trump's candidate, Kerry Lake. And so that's another opportunity for Pence to show that he can take Trump on directly and win. And he needs to do that because he's tried to avoid unnecessary head-to-head confrontations. But he definitely needs those, those kind of contrasts to show strength, especially as time winds down. So, you know, I don't know. I think the general consensus is that it's been a mixed bag for Trump. You know, I think it was really important for him to win in Ohio. He came in late there with J.D. Vance, and I think that helped him avoid a storyline of just successive losses because he did have a few, but that Vance win, I think, was important for him to kind of inoculate himself from being seen as really, really weak. By the way, Carrie Lake, just, you know, a few little fun facts about her. As a former TV host, she has led anti-mask rallies. She supported Barack Obama, voted for him, was a Democrat, became a Republican, then Democrat. I don't know. She's been a few different things. But now she is full MAGA, and she says that it is, quote, disqualifying and sickening, unquote, that her rival will not say that the 2020 election was fraudulent And, of course, she has the strong support of the kind of people that have come to characterize the Trump Republican Party. Paul Gosar, Joe Arpaio, Mike Lindell, that's the pillow guy, Rudy Giuliani, Michael Flynn, and, of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, you kind of you want to weep because Arizona used to produce politicians like John McCain and John Kyle and Jeff Flake. But there we are. So we'll see. This Rope Robson is the rival for the GOP nomination, and we will see. She does have support from Doug Ducey, the outgoing governor, and uh, as you mentioned, from Pence. So that will be one to watch. All right. With that, we will turn to some other topics. Support for Beg to Differ comes from our friends at Avast. Avast empowers you with digital safety and privacy, no matter who you are, where you are, or how you connect. Avast is a global leader in cyber protection for more than 30 years and trusted by over 435 million users and prevents over 1.5 billion attacks every month. Enjoy the opportunities that come with being connected on your terms and their all-in-one solution, Avast One. It's their best protection yet. Avast's privacy features keep your identity and actions hidden, and their security solutions stop malware, phishing, and virus attacks. Another great feature is Avast PC Speedup, which optimizes the background activity of your apps in order to speed up your PC. Because Avast believes essential protection should be available to everyone, a free version of Avast One still includes award-winning free AV, free VPN, free firewall, and much more. I like the way Avast firewall protection keeps my personal information secure and stops attacks trying to get on my computer. I particularly like the data breach monitoring that they offer because it enables you to find out if your online accounts have been compromised and whether you need to change or update your passwords. Thanks to Avast for supporting Beg to Differ. Confidently take control of your online world with Avast One. It helps you stay safe from viruses, phishing attacks, ransomware, hacking attempts, malware, and other cyber crimes. Learn more about Avast One 
at avast.com. I would like to begin with you again, John Ward, because this week, after a long wait, a bipartisan group of senators has finally, finally produced a proposal to reform the Electoral Count Act. So tell us what you think of this proposed reform. You might want to give a quick pricey about why this is important. There's a guy named Matthew Seligman, S-E-L-I-G-M-A-N, who I think has been the best expert on this. And if people want to really do a deep dive on the Electoral Count Act, I would just go to his Twitter account because he has great layman's explanations of the real crucial issues here. But basically, it became clear, I think, to a lot of people early 2021 that the threat to democracy next time would come not in the form of a mob, but in the form of chicanery at the state level, either by state legislatures or by rogue governors. And so the Electoral Count Act started out, I think, around a discussion about clarifying the role of the vice president when counting the electors on January 6th after the most recent election. But I think what became the focus, and Seligman I think has been helpful and important for me in understanding this, is that the way that the Electoral Count Act is written leaves a lot of loopholes and vulnerabilities for rogue actors at the state level to submit slates of alternate electors to Congress, and then that would cause just massive, massive chaos. So what the ECA, the proposed legislation does is impose a regime of judicial review where basically the federal courts are going to have a lot of say-so over whether or not the electors that are sent from the state are legitimate or not. And so they would have the ability to, if they saw a governor or a legislature submitting basically fake electors like Trump people tried to do in 2020, the, the federal courts would have the power to shut that down, whereas right now they do not. So that's, I think, the most crucial aspect of it. They are also clarifying the role of the vice president, and they're increasing the threshold that's required for objections to the results to spark debate in the House when the electors are being certified. But I think it's that state-level rogue actor issue that's the most crucial to fix because we mentioned Mastriano earlier. If he were to submit that alternate slate, I believe that this legislation would make it much harder for that to succeed. Yeah, unless, and I invite anybody who would like to comment on this to please do so, but there are nine Republican senators who have already signed on to this proposal. They just need one more to get to 60, so that's encouraging. But what's a little bit of a cloud is that the Supreme Court has agreed to hear a case about the independent state legislature doctrine, which could potentially throw this into some confusion. Does anybody want to comment on that? If not, we'll move on. I'll just say that the Supreme Court is for all of the talk about a conservative Supreme Court that is, um, you know, simply returning things to the states. I think this is a pretty radical Supreme Court and has its own agenda in a way that I haven't seen in my lifetime. And taking on that legislative supremacy case was even more than Dobbs or anything else. It was really just firing a flare that said there are things we want done in this country. I've said that all bad things are going to be announced in this society with the phrase in a six to three decision. <laughs> Mona. Yeah. I've not done a deep dive on that issue in 
terms of the Supreme Court case you mentioned, but I have seen some of the experts like Rick Hassan and this guy, Matt Seligman, saying that the ECA reform is the main focus here and that they're not as concerned about the case you mentioned as they are about the need for the ECA reform bill to pass. Right. Okay. Well, let us hope. Oh, Bill, did you have a comment about the ECA reform before we turn to something else? Just very quickly, quietly, while nobody has really been focusing on it, this highly polarized 117th Congress is racking up a significant record of bipartisan achievement. You know, there was the infrastructure bill, the gun bill, the emerging agreement on the CHIPS Act, and now quite possibly a reform of the Electoral Count Act. Those four things were to happen. I think that there will be a very interesting storyline that goes exactly contrary to the standard narrative about the current situation of the Congress of the United States. Yeah, the standard narrative, Bill, that's popular on both sides, right? I mean, you know, a lot of people scorned Biden when he said he could get bipartisan agreement to things, right? A lot of Democrats and and certainly a lot of Republicans think that compromise is treason. So let me stay with you, Bill Galston. You wrote about Ukraine this week. Just as we don't know what's going to happen uh, with the January 6th committees and many other things that we don't know who's going to win this war, which is an amazing thing to say, isn't it? That when you consider the way things looked on February 24th, that if you would have asked whether we would be in the middle of July, late July, and still be not sure who's going to win, nobody would have thought that, right? So how do you think things are going and what's the significance of the HIMARS and tell us what a HIMAR is? Well, the HIMARS is the most advanced and sophisticated multiple rocket launcher in the U.S. arsenal. And what's particularly significant about this system is that it has a range of about twice that of the second best system. We've already sent, I believe, 12 in one way or another. The Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin promised another four just yesterday. And it turns out that the Ukrainians are very quick learners when it comes to advanced weaponry, in part, I suppose, reflecting the fact that it's a pretty educated society, in part, the fact that NATO has actually been training large numbers of Ukrainian soldiers since 2014, and they've developed a strength which the Russians have never had, and that is a non-commissioned officer corps that's capable of leading flexible offensive and defensive operations on the ground. The HIMARS is the closest thing to a game changer that we've seen so far because it has permitted the Ukrainians to attack Russians far behind the front. And they are using the very expensive projectiles that HIMARS fires to attack two things above all. First of all, Russian ammunition depots, and they've blown up quite a few of them, and secondly, Russian command headquarters. And the situation apparently has gotten significant enough for Russia that the Russian defense minister, uh, Mr. Shoigu, on Monday said that the HIMARS system should be target number one for Russian artillery and Russian drones and Russian airstrikes. Uh, so this is working 
and it has helped stabilize the front. It is one thing, and I've pointed this out repeatedly, it is one thing to stabilize a front. It's a very different thing to go on offense. The Ukrainians are determined to mount a counteroffensive before winter comes. They are unwilling to wait until next spring to do it on the grounds that the Russians are digging deeper in every day. And if they wait till next spring, it may be almost impossible to dislodge them. So the next three or four months could be critical. My argument is we don't know what's going to happen, but the Ukrainians deserve every possible chance to win this war. And we ought to do our part to make sure that they have that chance and that they have it not six months from now, but three weeks from now. So, Tom Nichols, do you agree with Bill that we should be arming the Ukrainians so that they can win, or do you take a more cautious approach? What's your view? It depends on what you mean by win, but I think we ought to be arming the Ukrainians quickly and in great numbers. I'm not sure. I mean, sometimes I try to cautious against the uh, military version of irrational exuberance about how the Ukrainians are going to take back every bit of territory that they've lost since 2014. On the other hand, they are capable of counteroffensives and they are taking back land that they've lost in this war, in this iteration of the war. And I think we ought to help them with that. I have no patience with the, you know, realist arguments that, well, they should just accept that they've lost some land and they've got to sit down and they've got to negotiate. For one thing, the Russians have no interest in negotiating. Part of the problem that the people arguing for trying to slow down this war or hold back aid to the Ukrainians that they run into is that they assume that the Russians actually are interested in some kind of negotiation. And they're not. There's no evidence of it. I mean, Putin says, I'll negotiate if your starting position is to give me everything I want. 